0: Hey guys, welcome to another MLS update with me Mike. Uh today we're going to talk about last year's champions LAFC and I've Gio Garcia with me today. Gio, how are you doing?
1: Hey man, I'm doing good. Uh you know, excited to talk some MLS with you. I'm glad I'm glad we're making an overseas and abroad over there with you guys. So, let's let's go ahead and do it.
0: Excellent. Thanks. Thanks so much. Um before we kick off uh chatting about the team, let everyone know a little bit about yourself and uh where they can follow you on Twitter.
1: Yeah, so um my name's Gio. So I cover I cover. we got two professional uh, soccer football teams out here uh, in LA. We got obviously the LA Galaxy, which I know a lot of people are very familiar with, obviously David Beckham. Um and then uh LAFC which Gareth Bell would, played like half a season. Um, you know, so I cover both teams. I'm in a unique position where I get to get to both both teams. Uh so I talk about the team, tweet about the teams, uh people can follow me at Gio Garcia LA. Brilliant.
0: Thanks. And let's, yeah, let's focus on those uh, MLS Cup champions, supporters' shield champions. It was one hell of a season to cover uh, down there, and there's one player you could, you've touched on just there. Gareth Bale obviously announced his retirement recently, but what an incredible way to go out on club level uh, with that equalizing goal in the dying seconds.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean that that game was insane. I was there at that game, live. I was moving around the stadium. I watched the uh, the goal, so it it, it was insane. um because it was insane that Gareth Bale was he always shows up in the big moments in the big games. So okay. um, one thing that people probably won't remember or, or, or won't know, like leading up to that goal at, at, at Gareth Bale, to be quite honest, had, had um, kind of disappointed LAFC fans and um, just how, you know, he hadn't been able to play. I don't think he, he I don't think he ever played the full 90 minutes. Um, you know, just a lot of things uh, was going on with Gareth Bell, and if there was one game for Gareth Bell to, you know, essentially have a have have a significant moment, you know, or significant yeah. game, it was in the final, and just just with that with that, you know, uh, game time, extra time goal, all his sins were forgiven. No one's gonna remember, you know, how the season went. Everybody's gonna remember him as Gareth Bell, the MLS Cup champion. Will yeah. help LAFC win. So I mean that's 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 what it matters and big players uh, step up at big moments and that's why they got Gareth Bell Look, they got him to help him win the MLS Cup, but no one would imagine, in the you know in the, what was it, like the 115th, 19th minute or whatever minute it was, um, that's the way uh, he was going to help him out just in dramatic fashion, just how he's done all in his career, just how he's done in Champions League, and now he did it here in MLS. And, and to be honest with you, um, you know, I was expecting to see Gareth Bale come back. Um, you know, I, I watched them. I watched Wells, how they did, uh, and, you know, in the World Cup, you know. And, you know, he looked like he was in rhythm and everything. I was like, okay, you know, once he comes back to LAFC. But unfortunately, he had other, other plans. He, yeah. he was ready to retire. So it's insane. He went out the best way. Um, like I said, he went out the best way. To me, it was an honor just to be able to cover him these last Six months or however, how many time it was, he made an impact uh, with his team and he he made an impact with the league because in the short amount of time that he was here with LAFC, he had the number one uh, selling jersey and all MLS (laughs) in in that short amount of time, (laughs) you know, so uh, you kind of see how big his name is, how, uh, how big uh, of an influence he was just in a short amount of time. So, I mean, like I said, it was, it was great to, to cover Gareth Bell and what he did with LAFC. Uh, He goes riding uh, into the waves with <laughs> all his trophies and everybody like, in MLS, like, yeah. everybody see is gonna remember him.
0: Yeah, definitely. he he really seemed to um yeah fit in, like you say, and the whole group seemed to love him. He seemed to have a great time. And I think that was a big changing point for him as well, after so much time in Real Madrid, just hating football, it seems like hating the experience he was going through and a great way for him to uh to end his career. And it's great for uh great for the club and MLS. Um and like you say, LAFC got that MLS Cup. And that's what they brought him in for. So uh, Seemed to really work out. Um, but the defense yeah. now starts. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. Well, let me let me finish on that. You 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 bring up a great point because him coming from Real Madrid, he wasn't getting that playing time there. Mm. Obviously, with LAFC, they 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 didn't necessarily need to depend on him. But like you could tell, there was a shift in his, his demeanor, how he was actually enjoying the game again. And yeah. That's one of the things he was able to do with LAFC because there was no necessary pressure to come in, come and perform for us right now. I think. Also, uh, some of his now that I'm remembering, some of his um, he wasn't as capable as I, I think we thought. All he was physically, um, yeah. I think he still had the the back the back injuries were were still kind of lingering in and out. And I think I'm assuming I'm assuming that that's what kind of also led uh, to him to retire um a lot sooner than we expected, um, because you know I don't think he wanted to go through another season. This is just my assumption to go through that yeah. back and forth uh with those back injuries and look he goes out a champion like I said before but yeah it's it, it, I did notice that he was enjoying playing football again uh, opposed to how he came and you know with Real Madrid
0: yeah oh uh, yeah that no, was definitely good to see I think that really helped Wales out getting him getting a happy Gareth Bale um coming in is obviously always going to do what you can for Wales but uh but yeah so like we say um The defence of these titles now begins. Uh, A a CONCACAF Champions League run starts soon as well. Um, And there's been huge changes on this roster already. Um, Let's talk about some of the incomings and the biggest one, I guess Aaron Long coming in at centre-back on free agency. Um, He he looked like he had plenty of offers. Um, There seem to be reports of him getting close to agreeing with Seattle and that would seem to be who sort of outsiders were projecting would be that his like the, the the final landing spot for him but as soon as LAFC sort of entered the uh conversation it was um it was done and dusted and in, uh you've got Aaron Long now to sort of help that back line which wasn't i mean it wasn't the bad but it wasn't the greatest back line in the league um your your attacking and your midfield really was uh, some of the the most dangerous in the league but adding Aaron Long now that gives you a little bit extra in the back I I imagine
1: yeah look i think to me the addition Tyler long looked also another the galaxy was also interested in him um uh, you know there there was just a lot of interest uh for from for far along across the league he's a national team player mm-hmm. he was uh, you know he was getting looked at over over season in europe as well a couple of people a couple of teams are interested and i think to me i i was shocked to to find out that l a f c uh, was gonna get him because there was so much interest that you didn't know but uh, look it also helps out to when you're a champion and you win. Yeah. And right now, to me, LAFC is the most attractive team just on MLS. They were before because of the fan base and the type of culture that they did. But now you win an MLS Cup. You win Supporters' Shield. You have the CONCACAF uh, Champions League that's coming up here. You get to play in more games. You have an opportunity to potentially play in the Club World Cup. All, the, all those things are attractive if you're a player in the MLS and you have an opportunity to, one, to... Playing better weather because he's coming from New York. He's a Cali kid. He wants mm-hmm. to come out here now. There's another option, which is LAFC, which is it is the better club. They're they're the best team in the league. Um, so all those factors, I'm assuming, uh, kind of was a no brainer. If you can get LAFC to you know also be interested then, you know, you kind of go with LAFC because that that's what fits with you. That is definitely the number one option. And right now we're seeing the Galaxy uh, just in, in Los Angeles. They're the, they're the second option when, when, you're, when players want to come and transfer and play here. Um, obviously, every case is different. Every case is different if you're a player that has opportunity. And also every roster is different as well. But this fits so much so well with what what LAFC is doing because uh, they they, let, they they didn't bring back I- Ibiaga. You have Giorgio Chiellini, but obviously Giorgio Killini not going to give you these mm. ninety minutes. Uh, you have Azus Morillo. You have Eddie Segura, who's uh, you know uh, still not sure how, how he's going to be able to play this season. But I think adding Aaron Long to me, he's, he's automatically going to be one of the starters. And look, LAFC is playing fifty plus games with also <laughs> with leagues, cup, Champions League, the regular season. You're gonna have a lot of rotation there, and you're gonna need a lot, a lot of depth, and uh, that's why LAFC is doing.
0: Yeah, and like like you say, that you need a lot of depth. Daniel Maldonado, the Honduran defenders come in. Um, and I guess the other big talking point is Steve Buick, who I assume I've pronounced his name right, hopefully so. Um, a bit of a wonder kid out of Croatia, who I don't know a, a huge amount of, but there's a, been a lot of excitement around this signing. Um, is, have you been able to do a little bit of research on this player coming in, a, a wide attacking midfielder?
1: I, I look I, to me anytime I, I like seeing them on, on, on the field and see how they do in the MLS, MLS play. I, I do look at the highlights and everything like that, and I think highlights are supposed to make you look good yeah. and, <laughs> and feel good and everything like that, right? You're, you're supposed to look good at highlights. Not saying that that um, that he's not going to be an important signing or a significant signing. I usually just like to compare uh, players because I know it look from seeing some of these players that come from either overseas or come from South America even uh, Chicho uh, took him like about a month, a month and a half to get his feet wet. So mm-hmm. it's it, some of these players that takes time. Other players like Dennis, Denise right off the get go, you know, yeah. the ball balling right off the get go. So um, there's going to be a lot of competition uh, for, for Stipe, but at the same time, like I said, there's so many games that he's going to get. He's going to get an opportunity to to play. Uh, he's going to get an opportunity to play. He's going to be an opportunity, I'm assuming to start. Uh, so depending what he does on the wing, I want to see a couple games in, put uh, potentially some of the preseason games and see what he's really about. Cause I already know I already know what Mahala's about. I already know, you know, what Chicho Rongo, Buanga, mm-hmm. like I said, I already know obviously Carlos Vela. I already know what those guys are about. Those guys can mm-hmm. play. And I think uh when when LASU brings a player like that and you know it's gonna be a depth piece, um, I'm very excited to see because he's gonna get this opportunity. So I'm, I'm I'm gonna wait and see how he does and then go go from there.
0: Yeah, I guess the um, interesting thing with it is obviously yeah you need the depth to compete on all these uh, games that you're going to you like know, the the club are going to come up um, come up against. Um, but one of those players you obviously mentioned, them, Mahalo Apoku, um, appears to be getting interest from around MLS. Um, sort of like the Tomboga tweets come out saying there's guaranteed interest in this player, and we spoke about depth, like bringing a player. <laughs> the, is losing a player like a going to be a really big deal? Because it's in a area of the field where you're actually quite well stocked um, and you would have liked to have been, and you would like to carry on being well stocked in 2023. Is there, is there concerns about leaving, losing a Cause he had a great impact when he got minutes um, last year.
1: Yeah, look, and Apoku uh, was th- was the number one option uh, off the bench. He was ahead of yeah. Gareth Bell um, because just Gareth Bell was in and out of rhythm. Uh, to me, Mahala, I don't I don't see how they let him go this year unless they get mm-hmm. in a ridiculous amount somewhere overseas. I think trying to let him go through 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 within the MLS just to me would not make any 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 sense. No, yeah. Um, even if you get like the 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 record or whatever you can within the 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 league, I think a player like Apoku, you hold on to it and you continue. To develop because he's he's going to be one of those uh, one of those signings that's going to make you a lot a lot of money, Uh, and I think LAFC know that. So I think uh, to me, uh, you know, I would be shocked if Mahala goes within any other MLS team, but I would not be shocked if he goes overseas or he goes. Uh, to another club um somewhere in europe or potentially down down south in, in south america uh because a, a player like mahala what he's done and how he's been able to affect the game you know he, whether he they ask him to start or whether they ask him to come off the bench He's a player that 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 loves and embraces his role. he also understands you know Buanga is ahead of him. no one's starting over Carlos Vela you know what I'm saying <laughs> you got chicho orongo but at but at times at times you did see we did see Mahala start over Chicho we did see Mahala come in earlier for Carlos Vela and just just give him a, a, a different flavor and one thing that one thing that that I really like about Mahala's game on uh, the way he does he he really high presses a lot and he has the engine and the motor yeah. to 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 do that Cause, you know he's a, he's a youngster uh, out of all of them um I, like I said I I don't see him moving uh anywhere in the MLS but if it's overseas I, I definitely see a possibility there
0: yeah I get um yeah I agree with you I'd be I'd be really surprised to see him leave when you, with, like we say with these matches and the impact that he has coming off the bench, rotating when he needs to start, he can, if, whether it, yeah, whether he comes on the pitch in this like the first minute, the seventy-fifth minute, he he starts and plays exactly the same. It's not like he takes a little while to get going when he's given a start and he has to fill in. It it's just natural.
1: Yeah, and he was my most... I enjoyed watching him. He, he was the, the player I enjoyed the most. Uh, look, I know LFC has a number of players, a number of stars, uh, but to me, he was the most exciting player. To, to him and Ticho Ranga were, were the most exciting players to me just because I've seen his development, you know, just off of that and, de- and just what he could potentially be. So I, I was always excited to watch. He always had memorable goals and a couple outside the 18. And he was just just a fun player to watch.
0: Definitely, definitely. like The other one Um, that's... Let's come in. Uh, Jakubovic, uh, an experienced goalkeeper, uh, has plenty of time around Europe. Uh, recently, just left, uh, come from Everton as um, backup goalie. There, he's played in Hull. Um, he, he seems to have been brought in uh, as McCarthy's not, uh, who had his heroics in the penalty shootout in the MLS Cup, not seen as like a real starter, I guess, um, uh, if, um, in in uh, LAFC going into next season because we're still going to be waiting quite a while for Crepo to regain fitness after that horrific injury that he um he he uh, unfortunately went through during the um during the MLS cup final is there a I, would you say for this club now they know that this early part of the season the playoffs are a, a, an incredibly realistic target so you don't need to go big on a new goalkeeper to make sure that you don't lose ground you think just get someone with a little bit of experience in should just really cover this until Crepo's back
1: yeah look I, just even obviously we we saw how the final went. I think also just we also saw how John McCarthy stepped up you know he mm-hmm. stepped up in the biggest game. And within what, he only played probably like five minutes, 10 minutes. I mean, obviously the PKs, we we saw a little bit of John McCarthy. He had some solid games uh, in the regular season, those those limited games that he played. But we didn't really know much about John McCarthy. We got to know John McCarthy in the MLS Cup final, how he stepped up, how mentally prepared he was and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, I got to talk to John McCarthy Uh, the, a few days after they won the, the, the MLS Cup. They did the parade. And he told me this story that um, I, you know, right before Max Maxine Carpoll got injured, he started warm up. He started letting his coach know. He's like, "Hey, if we go to PKs, do you guys, do you guys, will you guys use me? Because I guess in practice or whatever." Um, he is the better keeper when it comes to pks, yeah. So they're like, Wait, wait, we'll see, we'll see if they make the sub before, before, uh, you know, obviously before before the injury. And as soon as Maxine Kerpo got injured and they knew about that, you know, that's that's when John, were, but John was already mentally prepared, is what what I'm trying to get to, yeah. He was already mentally prepared to. he may get an opportunity to play um and and that's who he is and that's what I got to learn like this guy was ready for that moment he he, and he's been in the bench on the bench being being on the bench and be trying to be ready for the amount of games that they played uh last season and you know you'll get a game or two here and then just being the backup keeper but that that to me just spoke volumes of who he is and how mentally prepared he is to you know come in and step up so I see John McCarthy as, but you know there is gonna be a competition there, mm-hmm. uh, but I I personally see him uh, going for the starting. He's gonna be the starter. He has a high opportunity to be the starter, and then Djokovic uh, could be you know the backup or potentially you know we'll we'll see how it is if, if Djokovic has a good preseason or whatever. Because I did get a get a talk to Djokovic about a week ago or so. They did an introductory press conference. Yeah. Um. He's, he's a very, he's a very tall keeper. He's very uh, fit. Um, you know, he's been saying, he told me that he he wanted, he's been trying to come to the MLS for like the last three seasons. It just okay. didn't work out. Yeah. Um, his wife is actually American. So that's part of the reason why he was trying to come. Uh, he was trying to come out here. Uh, but there is going to be competition. And I know one thing about LAFC, they love to have competition. Yeah. even if it's at the, comp- even if it's at the, the keeper position, every position, um, I, I'm a, I would say every position except Vela's uh, position, um, you know, is up for grabs. Um, but yeah, like you know, I think it's gonna be it's gonna be, and you're gonna need Djokovic with these 50 plus games. Yeah. You know, you're gonna need both of them, and even when Carpo comes back. You know, you never know how good that leg is going to be. So you're gonna you're gonna have to have both of these keepers really, really healthy. And I think them signing Djakovic, LAFC signing Djakovic, is a smart signing. We expected a new uh, goalkeeper signing, but I I wasn't expecting someone to come overseas. Uh, but yeah, I'm excited to see you know how many games he gets to play and, and what he how he get, he's able to produce for LFC.
0: Yeah, because you don't want to be you don't want to be in a point where you're rushing back Repo, from such a bad injury. You want exactly. to just give him the full amount of time to recover, get himself confident again. Like I can only imagine what it must mm-hmm. be like to get step out on the field again after that injury. Um, yeah. So yeah, it's you've got to give him some time. It's a useful, useful addition and some not much needed depth and competition, like you said, is uh, always important. Um, let's look at three players who, three other players who have left. severs so Mendes who didn't have the biggest impact last year but we saw how good he could be at the world cup um he's yeah. gone to sao paulo uh in brazil latif blessing has gone to uh new england um and i guess one of the big ones, i guess for me was uh franco escobar's uh the right back's gone to houston so it's, it's left a big hole there for you guys was that is that something you were aware of that um that there was understanding that this was going to happen he was going to be moving on or is this a bit of a surprise around the club
1: to be honest, um, Franco Escobar was also one of those players that was in and out of the lineup because of uh, injury, just certain things. Just at, you know, at times, form Ryan's Hong's head, um, you know, who who started, who was in competition with them for most of the time, he's the one that got the start. Um, and and then if, uh, I don't think Franco Escobar got a play in in the final, if I recall. Yeah, Franco Escobar didn't even play, uh, in the final. Um, you know, it it is a depth piece that was for mm. LFC. Um, but to, to, to be honest with you, I don't think they're going to miss him, um, because he wasn't the, the starter, but he did have the talent. He did yeah. have the talent and when he was, when he was healthy, we did see him go up and up and down the flank. He had the speed, but at, at times he just wasn't healthy. So I, I think if it was a Ryan's Holland said, who was moving on, they'd be like, yes, they're, 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 in some, they're in a little bit of trouble trying to find a right back because right now I, LFC just has to look for a right back, um. Uh, replacement. Yeah, um, they they just need to add a depth piece, and I think it's it's a little different when you're adding a depth piece opposed to being the main guy. And uh, unfortunately, Franco Escobar at, at one point during the season he was the the main uh, right back, but then quickly Ryan Tolling said ended up beating him out for that. Ryan Tolling said just had. Uh, more opportunities to score goals. I think that really yeah. separates. Separate. He scored a lot of goals this season yes, with so. that with that mustache <laughs> and everything, you know, his <laughs> signature mustache. Um, and he was just really to, uh, able to gel and do things, uh, uh de- defensively. And probably didn't have the speed that Franco Escobar does, but he was able just to fit in perfectly with what LAFC did. So mm. I think they they are gonna miss Franco Escobar a little bit. Just he's he's a very talented player, but I I think they can get something out in the market something out in the mls or even you know somewhere abroad or whatever they can bring another right back um because it's not it wasn't the starting player and he didn't yeah. play in, in the final
0: yeah yeah that makes sense That makes sense um and if it's someone that is keen to go off and get first team football then you're not gonna not gonna be held hostage to what they demand maybe if you're not really keen exactly. on they get like 100 like sure on them um, there's two players who are still their futures are sort of up in the air at the moment. Sifuentes, um, who's been a really big part of um, big part of the side last year, and uh, Christian Teo, uh, the winger that came in um, last year, as to whether they're staying or going. Have you heard anything about any more about those? I guess there's expectation that Sifuentes will be leaving with the amount of um, sort of the rumours going around him for the last well about year now.
1: Yeah, I honestly, I thought he was. I thought he was leaving. Um, I thought he was leaving to to Brighton. I think that was the club that he was getting linked to. Um, yeah, I've seen links with him,
0: but still, there's still still just seems to be rumors now. So it's quite hard to know what's... Yeah, I,
1: th- I thought he. I thought he was leaving. I know. I don't think he played that much uh, in the World Cup. Uh, Mendez was the player that they that we really got to see to play. Um, yeah. You know, look, if, if Fuentes leaves, uh, you know he deserves to leave. against guess that, that opportunity. Um, but you know, as of now, with all these transfers and everything, um, maybe, maybe Brighton may might have fallen through. I, I'm not too sure. Um, but if it doesn't, work, if it doesn't work out for his transfer, I don't think him coming back to La would would be a bad idea for him. And, um, you know, because they still got Elliot Sanchez, they still got Calacosta. That would be one of the strongest. <laughs> Midfield, but to me, he's shown a lot of development in in this last Mm -hmm. season. What San Fuentes was able to do offensively, defensively, he's grown a lot. Uh, Jose San Fuentes was one of the players that, when he was first coming with LAVC, he was a little shy, he was a little timid. In this season, he really grew up a lot. He really grew up a lot. He really uh, stepped up his role. Well. I think also that with the coaching change with Steve Cherundolo, what he did, um, you know, just him being a more of a vocal player. He at times he was he was he did have a, some passes that were kind of questionable, but but then you would see him come in and have a, an amazing assist, Carlos Vela or mm-hmm. Chicho. And this season, this past twenty twenty two season, you saw him mature. And everything so i'm a little surprised he, he didn't get picked up or he hasn't gotten picked up because what is it january 18th yeah uh, so it's still time. but yeah this this there's still there's still some time uh to see if he ends up staying or end up, ends up going but yeah he's he's definitely one of those players uh that that, that is definitely there on the clock and we'll see we'll see what happens I, as of now i haven't heard anything um as of yet we'll just have to wait and see what ends up, what ends up happening with him
0: yeah, it's, he's definitely a very talented player. So it's going to be, um, there's always going to be interest that uh, you'd imagine. So it's just trying to find the right deal for all parties, isn't it, I guess? And um, at least knowing this in advance, getting you, with with things taking time, then I guess LAFC have got time to set their plans in motion to like where how they want to replace him going forward. Um, the bit the, One of the biggest crazy things to imagine uh, throughout last season like towards the end of last season and going in now is chicho arango um and whether he's even going to stay with the side uh it's uh, he said he wants a new contract um and you'd imagine with the goals he scores and the quality he has lafc would have just gone yep here you go this is fantastic we've got one of the best center forwards in the league, but there's just constant rumors of him maybe moving away. And how, how, why is this happening in LA?
1: (laughs) Look, he's, he's a player that that's delivered. And he's a player that, you know, I I would say for a lot of majority of the last season, if it wasn't for him, LAFC probably wouldn't be in the situation that they were. He was, he was a player that was able to score these goals and, and have a a solid season for LAFC. He did, he did a lot for them. And Mm. to me, um, to me, usually when a when a player asks for a, a salary increase or anything, asks for money, you kind of you kind of see him. You are like, well, you know, why why are you asking for money? But to yeah. me, this part he deserves it. He's being yeah. paid. Let me see. Last last season, uh, his full guaranteed uh, compensation was six hundred eighty three thousand. It shows here in the twenty twenty two MLS uh, players mm. salaries guide. He's overplay He's overpaid, overplayed mm. overplayed his contract. When a player typically overplays his contract that 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 means that you know he's scoring goals he's doing what he's supposed to do he's going above and beyond to me six hundred and eighty three thousand we know chicho's worth more, yeah right? and he knows he's worth more, and I think at this stage in his career he knows that look hey this is where this is where I need to get paid, and I don't think he's doing anything bad or anything like that he's shown his worth to me mm-hmm. and I think I actually most most of the time I'm like man what are you doing but this time I'm like yeah go ahead and get your money if you yeah. can get your money but I think with that if LAFC can't can't find room to pay him or anything like that then if he decides to go with some, with another club uh, around the MLS that I think could play him deep he does like never, exactly. never a franchise type of player yeah. if LAFC don't want to give him that franchise tag which they have the opportunity that they could do uh, give him that franchise tag look there's two things going on chicho wants more money there's an opportunity to be a designated player like she has opportunity to make a designated player they can potentially save money if they don't give him. you know there's just yeah. there's just a lot of things <laughs> but i think you know there's a there's, there's a little bit of a you know a little little chess match or whatever or you know maybe they're ironing on the details who knows maybe by next week he mm-hmm. becomes a dp player or he moves on but I, but i think what chicho has done He's shown his worth. He's shown yeah. uh, everybody. Tell it from the get go when he first started. He was even in that what was it the 2021 season, which they didn't have a good season. They for the games that they won, and it was because of his goals and everything he did. I think last season he's or his first season he scored about like close to 15 goals. Mm. Last season he scored 18 goals. It says right here, and he had four assists. Um, yeah, he's he's worth more. He's worth more, and I think if you're Chicho, you you kind of have to go out go out there and get and get your money. And if it if it's not with LAFC, I think he understands that. You know, he's worth you know whatever he does, whatever he's able to get. You know, yeah. for my any MLS club, um, you know, it's now as if the only thing I think I would say is, a, at least go go to a contender if you can, <laughs> you <laughs> yeah. know, if you can within the MLS, because there's a lot of there's quite a few teams I could use a number nine. Um, to me, on the other side, if you LA if seeing you like teacher I think it would it would it it would be a very very player a difficult player to replace i know they, they they play a lot with the wings but sometimes you do need that true number nine and yeah. chicho is that true number nine and, and he gives the wingers the, like the, like the, the space like we've the defenders have to
0: watch him he's so dangerous yes. in the box and that gives those wide yeah. players the space and i find like sometimes Vela is brought in, like chicho is given rested and Vela goes in the middle and yeah. it just loses a lot of what vella can it's give he's same. so' good off the right yeah, yeah. Cut again, he's and... so good, and
1: he's he's a, he's a he's a physical body he does he does he gives you what a nine is supposed to do it, just everything he's a solid number nine i I think if l a f c don't find a way to pay him or you know aren't able if he moves on, i think it would in my opinion, I think it would be a mistake on l a f c mm. um because you do have the opportunity to pay him and give him what potential he wants unless it's something insane um you know, but uh, if he's also getting looked overseas and he wants to move overseas, you know, he's, he's got to, I think a player like Chicho is a player, you know, he's in a position to determine his future. So if yeah. it's, a, it's with the LFC, I think it'd be amazing. If it's not, I know he loves LA. I know he loves LA yeah. uh, LAFC and everything. So you want, I want him to stay. I, I enjoy watching him play, but for whatever reason, it doesn't work out. I think LAFC are really, really going to miss him, especially with all these games that they're playing this season. They're definitely going to need him uh, you know, they're going to need his goals, you know, yeah. his goals and assists and his presence there. Even if you go try it and go get another another number nine and, you know, try to get him adjusted to the system and how he plays. I think that there's just a lot, a lot going on there. You know, you got you to gotta wait for the player to get adjusted, you know, get to know his teammates and all these different things to try to trade in a number nine for a number nine if you can pay him. I, I, yeah. I think it makes sense.
0: Definitely. And he doesn't seem to be over... Over asking to stay in LA, I think if he'd take a decent deal there, but things like Atlanta, yeah, another, and if you pay him another like
1: <laughs> if you double his salary, you know, you pay him one point two or you know one point five, whatever. I don't, I'm not sure what, how much he sees his value you now. If he sees himself as a three four million dollar player, then you know yeah. it's, it gets a little tricky there. Even I think even even two, but look you try to ask for as much as you can, but yeah, I think it, it, no brainer, easy to double his salary, pay him 1.2, you know, 1.5, you know, no brainer. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think once you start getting it at two or 3 million, then I think that's, that's where, you know, it gets interesting because other other teams like, Hey, come to our MLS team. We'll pay you three, $4 million. That's a big difference. Yeah. you know. <laughs> that's <laughs> a lot of money. That's just a lot of money. You know, and you know, you're worth it. So yeah, it's just how the game goes.
0: Definitely. Yeah, uh, it's gonna be interesting to see what happens. I'm I'm assuming there's gonna be quite a few moves coming up uh in the in these next couple of weeks, um, as we talk about the depth issues and sort of r- just to round this up, uh forecast up, how how do you think the LAFC are going to be approaching this season obviously CCL is going to be a massive impact um, and they've got Leagues Cup and the regular season is is there going to have to be a lot of work to go into this to make sure the squad's deep enough to compete on all three levels
1: yeah, look, I think lhc has been working since you know I don't know how much time John Thornton in the front office got from winning the MLS Cup. Maybe you know they got to watch the World Cup and everything, but I think you know you saw the signings. You know, you know four 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 big significant signings that, that they added, and I think they're still going to be able to add more players. And like I said, the the one thing that they have they're attractive now. Now 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 they're on a global stage because of Gareth Bale. People are going to familiar familiarize themselves. Uh, you know, you know, where, where, where you're from and, you know, different places in Europe, Yeah, um, LAFC, because a lot of people get them confused with LA Galaxy because, you know, so, uh, you know, I think there is there is now, now LAFC has a, a global presence, I would say, maybe you can speak on that a little bit more, but I think they're, they're, they're the number one, uh, one of the, I would say the number one team, if you have the opportunity to play for would be LAFC. Obviously, it also depends, you know, how much they can offer you, but I think, you know, with everything they they're doing, um, you know, them being able to attract players and the right type of players, it, in in a sense, um, would be an easier process from one from mm-hmm. a few years ago. Now you talk about the fifty plus games that they're gonna play, um, you know, you I would, I, you know, you you try to you try to say that you can prioritize, you want to prioritize everything, but I think Champions League, you know, if you have an opportunity to go to a club or a club. You know, you you try to prioritize that. That that's just me. That just that's just myself speaking. The <laughs> way I would think about it, right? Yeah. With all these games, yeah. and, but I think League's Cup when the when the season's gonna you know, you know the both Liga Mackeys and the MLS is gonna completely stop and play. Obviously, you, you want to be you want to have your best players healthy and ready for that. So I, I would say Champions League, League's Cup, and. I hate to say it this way, then MLS would be third, but you know, you yeah. you you know, if you if you're trying to prioritize things, obviously you want to compete in every single one. But I think what you can do in Champions League it makes puts your your club and your organization in in, in a different diff, different tier. We see what the Seattle yeah. Sounders are doing; they're going to play. They're playing in leagues. Cup, I mean, they're playing in the in the Club World Cup, you know, because yeah. they they won the the, 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 the Champions League, the Concacaf Champions League, so. Yeah, there's so many things to do. I'm very interested to see how they how they do it and how they pro- prioritize that because there's so m- s- such a big opportunity for LAFC this season. It's not going to be easy. There's a lot of no. games. A lot, yeah, a lot I, of games. Yeah. So I'm excited to to watch how how they maneuver <laughs> yeah. this.
0: Yeah, it'll be hard to imagine them being Supporters Shield champions again. I think, like you say, maybe yeah, with such a long yeah. season, I could imagine and the the, the the large playoff format. I can imagine the the regular season they can feel quite confident in making sure they'll make the uh make the uh, as long as you the make season. the playoffs exactly. i think you, you'll be fine you know you, yeah.
1: you, you potentially you know you want to be one of the top four to get a home field advantage yeah you know i don't think i don't think that's bad you don't have to yeah you don't have to go for supporter shield this season no
0: brilliant and i guess like you say it's becoming easy to easier to sign with big club and it's quite very I imagine very difficult to turn down and move to L.A. as well. So,
1: yeah, uh, we got. You know, I mean, we finally got the sun today. Oh, even yeah. It's been raining for the last couple of weeks. But yeah, uh, you know, we, get, we get we get good weather from for most of the year, especially uh, here in January. And it's not, you know, in other parts of the world in the country, it's like snowing. You got snow yeah. and stuff like that.
0: Gio thanks so much for giving up some time. Looking forward to um to seeing what happens with this roster and their their moves in the the Champions League, especially. Um, remind everyone where they can find you on Twitter before we go.
1: Yeah, you can follow me on Twitter at Geo Garcia LA, and they, people can listen to my podcast. It's LA Soccer Hub. You know, I talk about the teams and what's what's going on here in LA. Um, you know, just give my thoughts and what I'm seeing. So yeah, definitely check out LA Soccer, but also on social media as well. So yeah, man, I appreciate, I appreciate the invite. I'm excited that that the MLS is growing over there as well, and uh, being able to chat with you.
0: Brilliant! Thanks so much, and we'll uh, we'll get this tweeted out. We'll copy and um, copying all the links so everyone can uh, follow along for um, for this 2023 season. And hope you have a great time covering it.
1: Yeah, of course. No, I appreciate it, man.